0: Welcome to Daily Living for Christ, 86,400 seconds in a day. Imagine the possibilities of what your life would become if you dedicated an additional 60 seconds each day to walk closer with Christ. Well, that's what we're here for. We are here to partner with you On your journey to drawing closer to Christ. 86,400 seconds. Are you ready? 86,400 seconds. Are you ready to become what Christ has already declared you are? Let's jump in. Welcome back to another episode of First Step, our daily encouragement for those living daily for Christ. Hey guys, I know I got emotional yesterday, man, but the power of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit hit me so hard as I was just reading through those words. Man, I want this, my desire is for you to just allow The visible presence of God to just to, I would say overtake, but I don't I don't want it to overtake you. I want you to allow it to rest upon you, that it could be part of your daily life, that his presence would go with you and transform your work, your family, your relationships, your neighborhood, your church. And I'm talking about the visible presence of God that people will come up to you and say, man, what's going on? Hey, sweetie, what are you doing? I just noticed there's a difference in you. And that's what the presence of God can and will do if we open ourselves. The one thing I want to bring up from yesterday that I didn't really go into very deep. And I said it from verse three to 14 was one sentence that Paul wrote. Can you imagine being present as they were reading this, or just imagine being present, and and the Apostle Paul is delivering this message in person. Can you imagine his facial expression? I know I could because I got so emotional reading it yesterday. But the one thing that ran through and through the vein of those verses was the word accordion. So when you think of an accordion, you think of an instrument that is connected together. So everything that he stated yesterday was for the purpose of connecting it together so that the church of Ephesus or the churches of Ephesus would not misunderstand what he's saying and us today would never misinterpret what he was saying. And like I said yesterday, the heart of Paul, his desire was so strong for that church that he put his heart out there and he brought us behind the veil of our natural understanding. He gave us the heart of God and the heart of Jesus. And after he declares all of this information to them, he shares with them the scope of his prayer, which I want to share with you now. He shared this prayer because the prayer is it to me is 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 the key, because without what he's about to pray for, it makes it difficult, not impossible, because there is nothing impossible for God, but it makes it harder than it should be for them to recognize what God is doing in them. So let me read this and let, let, let's let just flow. I'm going to be in the same vein. So I'm in Ephesians chapter one, and I'm going to start reading at verse 17. And now this is a prayer For the that the Apostle Paul is praying and he says here, he says, for the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious father. May give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your heart. Or understanding having been enlightened so that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What is the riches of the glory of his inheritance among the saints? And what is the exceeding or what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards Us who believe. Just think about that. Towards us who believe. And then he says, according to the working of his mighty strength. And look at the example here of the mighty strength, which he has worked in Christ, raising him from the dead and seating him. In the at the right hand in the heavenly places. Watch this now above all rule and authority and power and lordship and every name named. Not only in this age, in the in the church age, in the very beginning of the church, but also in 2022. And he subjected. All things under his feet and gave him to be head of all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of the one who fills all things in every way. That's a lot. man. just think about this. That is so much. But but Paul's prayer, he's saying. First and foremost, that I need to get you to understand that wisdom and revelation is the Spirit of God. Yes, we get wisdom from books or we get understanding from books, but true wisdom and revelation comes from the spirit of God, or it is not something that we comprehend with our natural understanding. Paul makes it very clear here. When he said, give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Why? Because that spirit of revelation that he gives us is so that we will know him greater. Remember what Jesus said. He said, eternal life is this, that you may know the true God and father. That is eternal life, that we may know God through the full expression of who he is now on earth. See, that that to me is a level of wisdom or a wisdom in revelation and a, a, a level of knowledge that the natural mind can't even comprehend. But then he goes into, and I want to focus on this right here, because he said it. He said, what is the riches? I talked about all spiritual blessings. Now he's describing them as the riches of the glory of his inheritance among us, the saints. So we're not talking... The the riches we're talking about here. Listen, I'm not talking about a four bedroom house. Rich, I'm not talking about uh, a car rich. I'm talking about a rich that allows us to transform. Our communities, I'm talking about a rich that breaks generational curses. I'm talking about a rich that transforms mindsets that draws us away From a system that's trying to make us dependent upon it to walking by faith in a God that has everything. So think about all of this. And what I love most about this verse is where he explains that because we're in Christ, he is seated at the right hand in the heavenly places Above all rule and authority and power and lordship that will ever be named. Notice the heavens are higher than the earth. So no matter what goes on in this world, wherever you live in the United States, Africa, the Philippines, Japan, shout out to Germany because they're listening to this. Nigeria, Cameroon, Puerto Rico, Spain, Wherever you are, Jesus is above your political system and he's asking us, are you willing to know what is the hope of your calling in him or to know why you were created and what is your purpose? What is your specific purpose for you to be doing in that environment? So like Paul, I pray, Father, reveal to these listeners all that you have for them. Open their eyes that they may see not with their natural eyes and that they may hear not with their natural ears. All that you desire for them. And before I go, I want to read Ephesians. I want to read uh, Ephesians Chapter three here, because it is so beautiful. This again is another prayer of the apostle Paul. And guys, if you haven't, if you haven't figured this one out yet, Paul was a praying man. And I mentioned this before about the two P's that part of our daily prescription should be prayer and praise or praise and prayer. You just listen and see how Paul praises God in everything that he's doing and how he is constantly praying for other people, not himself. He's he's, he's at that place where he goes beyond himself and now he wants to transform other people. So let me read this. Paul says, 314 on account of this, I bend my knees before the father from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named that he may grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with power through his spirit, through the Holy Spirit In your inner man, that Christ, the anointed one, may dwell in your hearts through faith. You haven't been firmly rooted and established in love, in order that you may be strong enough to grasp together with all the saints what is the breadth, what is the length, what is the height, what is the depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, in order that you may be filled up with all the fullness of God. That is my heart. This is, this is an every saint thing, man. I don't want this for myself. I'm tired of people trying to trying to monetize the gospel. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. I declared through the power of God that we are entering into a time and a season for the saints. It is about Your everyday life, the transformation that God is desiring to do in your everyday life.
1: Guys, I love
0: you. Man, I I, I love you. And I, I thank God every day for this opportunity that He's allowed me to express all that I have inside, man. I can't hold it back any longer. I cannot hold it back any longer. 25 years ago, he spoke to me. And yes, it was like Abraham. I've had my challenges coming through it. But through and through all, he was always there. I went left and he went right. But he drawed me to right. And I am here today because of God's love. And if he did it for me, I don't care where you are. Just open. Remember, if you hear that knock, just say yes. And step into the riches of the glory of his inheritance that he has for us. Guys, continue to be strong. Continue to keep walking. Just take one more step. Give him one more moment today. One more thought. One more thank you. One more being grateful today. And that's how you draw closer. Until next time, guys, I love you. And may God continue to walk with you in your day-to-day walk. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daily Living for Christ. Well, we have one purpose, and that's to partner with you on your daily walk with Christ. Before you go, I have two questions I want to throw out to you. First, what insights did you gain from this episode? And number two, how will you apply those new insights in your daily walk with Christ? Remember, awareness leads to choice, and choice leads to a decision. 86,400 moments in a day, 86,400 moments in a day, let today be the day that you increase by one more moment with Christ, until next time, I'm out.